Welcome everybody to another episode of the Taking Games Cast. I'm your host Scott Mills, the Microsoft slash PC expert, and on my left, I've got Brett Wolf, the PlayStation expert. What up? What up? And on my oh, right, shit, let's go back again. I've got. Eric King, the Nintendo expert, and a little bit of everything expert and newsman. Rocky says, um, Rocky says keep going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Rocky, yeah, stop. He likes my intro. Yeah. yeah. Quiet, and we've got Rocky, the mascot. Old one mascot. Of, one of the mascots. Very right, Alex took over. We have multiple, okay. multiple mascots, right? Because I, I got those chicken quesadillas sitting on the table over there. Yeah, there's there's three of them. You want we got, yeah. And we have two cats, two Link and yeah. Chloe made an appearance one okay. time. Yeah. And then Link knocked on the video. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was that was funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So what are we getting to, Scott, today? Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's been about like um, a month, right? If everybody remembers, I don't know if you remember, but there's this tournament we've been doing, and we're on the last part of the first round. Of that tournament. So I kind of want to, I'll go through just who won the last round because we never did actually, it's been several weeks since we've done it, uh, but I'll go through that. And then the next time we meet, I'll go through the winners of the first round and then we'll do like one half of the bracket for the second round and then another half of the bracket second round and then Mm -hmm. we'll do... The final four is one episode, and then the championship should be a pretty quick episode. So, um, well, we're, cause we're kind of in the sweet sixteen, <clears throat> almost yeah. right under our lead eight, yeah. final four, and then our championship. Yeah. So, so what from the last or matchups from the last time we did taking games? We had uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild versus Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. And I don't have the results on me, but Breath of the Wild won that. Yeah. Despite my amazing argument for Morrowind. Eric just had that convincing argument, I think. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the way that he brings the material and his notes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, know, it's, it's, it's all his <laughs> I'm saving yeah. the big guns for later in the tournament because I don't want to be repeating myself. Yeah. You know, so it was three to one. Breath of the Wild speaks for itself. Three, so three to one. I'll, I'll three speak one. more okay. later on. When it's got some real so, competition. Oh, okay. So Eric's kind of sandbagging these first couple rounds, and then yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, want to repeat myself on the later so, rounds. Yeah, so. I mean Eric is convincing. What unfortunate for Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next I'll just wait for today. I'm early for any argument. The next oh. matchup uh, was Super Mario Odyssey. Is it Super Mario yes. Odyssey? Okay, Super Mario Odyssey versus one. Fire Emblem Awake. Oh, another one of my games. Awakening. Awakening. Mm-hmm. And Odyssey 1. Oh, yeah. Which Brett was arguing well, for that. Man. Well, now, since... Well, no, it has to be mine because you have Breath of the Wild. So you do the Breath of the Wild. I don't care more. Dude, I got so many games, I just can't even... I can't uh-huh. argue with myself. Okay. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I mean, I guess I could. Because I want, I want to see... Because we start... Don't mean to kind of go off a tangent, but I want to see how many we got advanced after we're done. We'll yeah, play. yeah, we'll Because we started with Eric had 12, I had yeah. 10, and Scott had 9 because we had, yeah. when we did the draws, some of our picks went up against each other. So Eric yeah. had the fewest picks, I guess. Well, I don't know, but I probably played more yeah. games than you that Eric had. Okay. So that's why you were lower. Okay. And then the third matchup was. Pokemon Red and Blue. That was a three to one. Versus Horizon Zero Dawn. And oh. Pokemon Red and Blue one, three to Another one. So yeah. And Eric was arguing for that one. Brett was doing the Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry, Gorilla uh, Games. Pokemon is a very popular franchise still today, so and that was like what kicked it off, kinda. So uh, <clears throat> and then the final one was Hi Fi Rush. Which was mine. Uh, came out earlier this year. Will probably be in my top five for the year. Um, and then Final Fantasy VII Remake. Clean uh, sweep. Final Fantasy VII Remake won that one. Did you vote for Final Fantasy VII Remake? I forget why I did it. Because it was 4 nothing. Like, oh, yeah, I think I did. Because uh, I, I played and beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I really loved that did game. Did you ever get the Platinum in that? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't get the Platinum oh. in it. 
I tried to. I got like halfway through hard mode, and uh, oh, that house right. kind of got me stuck. That's right. Yeah. I'll probably try to revisit it before Rebirth comes out, just so I can get a recap on the story. Yeah. I'm pretty invested in it. So. Uh, yeah. So that was it for the last round. So we're on the final round of the first round here. So this will be all the games we'll have gone through after this round. So everybody, make sure that. You have download the X app. Um, it doesn't take too long to download. It's free to download on any smartphone device or on the computer if you don't even have a smartphone. And you can vote on the X app. It used to be Twitter. Thanks, Elon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's get through these matchups. Hopefully, we get more than four votes per game this time. So, Eric, are you keeping track on your phone? Well, me and Eric. Yeah, yeah, so remember, it's a minute for your opening argument uh-huh. and 30 seconds for a rebuttal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so Halo Combat Evolved was their most popularly voted on game so far. Oh, Scott was paying off. So, first round. I wasn't paying on anybody. Halo 3 versus. Yeah, so. Yeah. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Okay. So, who's going first on this one? I think we'd go with Scott first. Yeah. Halo okay. 3 and 3, 2, 1. So Halo 3 was the Hallmark game of the Xbox 360 era. Um, the Xbox 360 hardware-wise wasn't great, but Halo 3, everybody loved it. It was kind of the epitome of Bungie and their work on the Halo series. Uh, this was, I think, one of their most... Yeah, their best uh, offerings, really, of Halo, um, where they just perfected everything from the first two games. And, yeah, sales-wise, it was fantastic. The critic scores were fantastic. Um, and, yeah, the, the multiplayer really took off. Like, Xbox Live really took off in the 360 era, and I think Halo 3 was a big part of that. Yeah. So... Uh, how much time is left? That was, that was nice because they had like couch co-op back too though. Well, hold on, you're not. Three, oh, sorry. Yeah. Three times two and one. Okay. That was, and oh. We're good. Okay. That was Halo 3. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that's what <laughs> thought that about Halo yeah. 3. Huh? That was the homework? Yeah, that was a timer. Can you pull that off? <laughs> that was a timer going off. Alright, so. My turn. Three, two, one. Alright, so Scott didn't even talk about the story really about Halo 3, but let's get into The Last of Us. Um, a great story between a young girl named Ellie, who I named my dog after, and her uh, mentor, her friend Joel. And if you play that game, you know how emotional connecting that story is. Trying to save Ellie as a person who's been infected, and the way it pulls at your heartstrings. It's a beautifully sto- uh, told story from a third-person uh, narrative action game, the hallmark of Sony games. One of the highest game ratings on Metacritic of all time. It was so good that they made a part two. And don't forget, they made an HBO Max TV show based off of it. And guess what? It had very good ratings too. And guess who brought in? Pedro Pascal, who was the Mandalorian. Who is the Mandalorian. So now you know this show is bringing in the big money. It's a game that kind of kicked off Sony going down this path of being a third-party or a third-person story-driven studio uh, publisher. Not only did they make a part two, but they re-released the same game twice. Yeah. Making that money. All right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna start. We're not talking about part two with Halo Three. We're talking about three. And as for the story, yeah, Halo 3 did have a good campaign. You can play it co-op with your friends, and it has a great multiplayer. Last of Us had a multiplayer, too, but, I mean, they couldn't get a second multiplayer for The Last of Us. And Halo also has a TV show. It doesn't have The Mandalorian in it, but, hey, it was also good enough for that, so I don't see anything that Last of Us did that Halo 3 didn't. Way over. (laughs) What? Okay, so the Halo TV show was awful. It's not going to have a season two. There will be a season two for The Last of Us. Um, Halo kind of, like, that was a bunch of, I don't give a fuck about this. Halo 4 was awful, so was Halo 5 and Halo Infinite. 
and The Last of Us Part Three is probably be coming out. I mean, look, look how look at these these ratings. Look at this story. You, Scott can't even tell you the story about Halo Three. He couldn't even tell you because it wasn't that memorable. The Last of Us. I'm sure Eric and Scott are going to tell you. Well, Scott didn't even play the game, but they can tell you how good that story is. Must play high Metacritic score. Yeah. So we're over two, over. so we're okay. We're equal even. there. So we'll have to see on that one because that's a pretty heavyweight matchup. So All right, okay, so. next uh, matchup is so yeah and yeah Halo. Two has moved on, and Halo One has moved on. So we'll see if Halo Three has the same kind of fighting power. It'll be interesting. I'm sure Scott will try to get Halo Friends from X uh, to vote uh, for the other two. All right, okay. so Eric, go ahead, yes. go first. So God, God of War 2018, 2018 versus Demon Souls. God of War 2018, and go. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Brett's really going to hate that uh, I'm going to ruin his Souls-like game, getting moved into the next round, but I have God of War, which I didn't pick, but I thought God of War was a great game. I love the story for that game, the whole dynamic of Kratos and his son, his son being a little fucking prick, and Kratos being like, like, uh, you know, kind of a dickhead father, but he was, but he was actually like, underneath, he was actually like, a good dad so it was, it was like a really good kind of story going through that and what were they doing in the first one what, what, what was it oh yeah they had to go uh get rid of because kratos wife died so they had to go spread her ashes yeah, over the mountain of the giants or whatever because i guess she was a giant and they didn't know that but you kind of figured it out spoiler alert you kind of figured it out throughout the story but it was it was really fun and they had uh like really good time time Oh, time. I'll play my rebuttal. <laughs> All right. Um, reset. And Demon Souls Remake. Sorry. Demon Souls Remake. Um, again, this game remade the original Souls game. If you like Miyazaki, you like hard, difficult games, this game kicked it off for you. The remake of the game, right? It was a launch title for the PS5, which is on pace to be the best-selling console of all time. That's how much faith Sony had in Bluepoint when we were making this game. Again, you like Angel of Souls game, Bloodborne, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Look at Demon's Souls as they're going to kick everything off. The only thing it didn't have was an Essence Flask or a Blood Bottle. They had the grass you could eat. So if you like marijuana, like weed, eat the grass in Demon's Souls. The, they, had, they had arch stones. They had six of them. One really got cut out. So there's a lot of mystery to, mystery to the game, too. What was in that six arch stone? Was it the era of the Giants? I guess so. But again, it was it kicked off this whole Souls genre. You see, Lords of the Fallen just came out. Lies of P just came out. This game kicked off the whole genre of Souls Soulsborne and games. Time. Okay. All right, rebuttal time. Uh, All right. You know, Brett's kind of making my argument for me. The game's not really that unique. They got Lies of P. They got fucking whatever else you mentioned. It's all coming out. They got fucking. Elden Ring, you got Bloodborne, you got all this shit. It's all the great things. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not unique. So, but yeah, the combat and God of War, that's really challenging. You go fight the Valkyries, that's harder than any fucking Soulsborne shit. So, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I was getting into like kind of the story of the game when I was on my first round. I guess I can go into the story. Oh, find out yeah. next week what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I can go. <laughs> Uh, okay, and yeah. so Eric couldn't even tell you about the story. That's how unforgettable it is. He couldn't even tell you about it. Yeah, wait till next Demon time. Souls <laughs> is about you trying to kill all these demons that have infected the world and return our souls and capture them and then face the old king at the end of the game. Great game. Again, Eric made a point for me. We always give that came out. Lords of the Fallen that he forgot to mention. Lies of P. Are Dark Souls games? And I forgot about Elden Ring. Good call on that. All these games that Dark Demon Souls came out with must play. And time. All right. Pretty good. Okay. So there we go. Make your decisions, people, on God of War versus Demon Souls. Remake. Remake. And then our third matchup is going to be Super Mario 64. And Brett's going to be taking that one. 
uh, because we had two Nintendo games going up against each other versus Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So, who wants to go first here? Right, I'll go first. Mario 64. Super Mario 64 was a launch title for the Nintendo 64. The big first ever 3D Mario game. Everybody knows whoever got 64. They got this game. It was... It, it set the whole stage for these 3D games. It allowed Nintendo to create Legends of the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. The way that you're able to go through these different paintings and these different worlds that you can explore. And not in a 2D space... But in a 3D space as well. Don't even forget the end of the game, too. You had to meet fucking Yoshi. You know? I don't even know if Eric even beat the game because he doesn't stay on games too long. But you had to meet Yoshi, fly through the cannon to the top of the mountain, facing Bowser multiple times. And each world, each painting you go into, is a whole different type of platform that you're doing. Different stars you can collect in each map. Oh, six stars for each map. And each uh, Bowser fight had its own little level, too. It's an amazing game, and I would say that it's definitely better than Smash Brothers because that's not even a campaign, really. And no. I agree. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Just default. Just default. Just um, forfeit. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. All right. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, uh, the pinnacle of you know couch co-op. You know, everybody grew up playing. Anybody who was in the gaming, you know, at our age. You know, coming out of the 1990s, they all played Super Smash Bros. Everybody played on the couch, fucking against their friends and shit. You know, it brings back memories, fucking whooping your friend's ass and Super Smash Bros. Getting all the bragging rights. You know, it was always fun when you'd like be playing co-op and you have all the characters unlocked and then one randomly show up. And of course, every time the guy showed up, it was your shitty friend who fucking won somehow that round. So they got to fight the boss to get their ass kicked. But yeah, no. Good good times back playing that game. You know, one of the best playing games of all time. Um, yeah, but it's got a hard matchup this week for Super Smash mm, Bros. 64. Okay. So. Hard matchup, but mm. Super Smash Bros. Ultimates makes it hard too. Huh. Right. I got a quick rebuttal on this. Okay. So Eric in his Drunken State said it was Super Smash Bros. 64, but Super Mario 64. And there's not even a... Yeah, you said that. And uh, so don't even listen to anything he's saying. He's making shit up. No, I said Ultimate. Yeah, he said Super Smash Bros. 64. He said Ultimate. And so he doesn't know what he's even talking about. So everything he's just told you, just ignore. Again. He did. Look at the tape. And, uh, but yeah, so... Go with the game that you can play by yourself and really enjoy. And he like started the whole launch of Nintendo in 3D space. Alright, good. Okay, and Joe. Yeah, Super Super Smash Bros. 64, uh, you know, 64, yeah, <laughs> ultimate. Yeah, ultimate. Yeah. Nah, that's not purpose, but... Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, it was a fun game, um... I got a whole lot to say, because, you know, I like Super Smash Bros. or Super Mario 64. That's not a Okay. Alright, should be an easy win for us um, this week. Yep. <laughs> wow. Nintendo, let's go. Oh, there you go. Um, so that's it for the third round for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so fourth and final, our final battle. And I'm going to be Easy arguing down. for Pentiment, which came out late last year. Well, Scott, year, you haven't started your timer. Yes. I haven't a timer yet. Yeah, I'm just saying what the game is. Oh, okay. That, what? Whoa! Yeah, that's I didn't even argument. say Mario Kart 64 is the second game. Uh, I got a timer. I got a timer. So you guys are going. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, Scott, yeah. whenever you're ready. Okay, Pentiment is uh, made by made by uh, Obsidian, and it's like uh, an adventure game. I give Microsoft a lot of props for coming out with a unique game. Because it's not just a cut and paste Nintendo platformer or a, or a Sony, you know, big set piece, just walk around, light RPG elements. Like, this is a good puzzle adventure game. Uh, you can learn historical facts. Um, and um, 
And uh, it's a murder mystery game. So if you're into like uh, point and click murder mystery adventure game, it's not that long. So it's something that you can just go into and play for like 10 hours and beat it. And you'll learn something and you'll have fun. And I'm glad that Microsoft does need games. Time. Okay. All right, Super Mario 64, or Mario Kart 64. Um, <laughs> yeah, once again, everybody grew up playing this game, just played games in the 90s. <laughs> but, uh, you know, probably the best racing game of all time. I mean, I guess you can make an argument maybe for like Need for Speed and stuff like that, but, you know, anybody who's gamed basically has played Super Mario or Mario Kart 64. And, uh, yeah, you can play this game for like, shit, you can play this game for like a thousand hours and not get bored. You can only play ten for ten hours and you're fucking bored, so. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what Penman is, uh, so I can't really. I just explained it. I can't even make an argument against it. You're paying for Game Pass. You should sound like a snooze fest to me, but Mario Kart, you know, you can drift, do your little balloon bells. Those balloon bells are fun as fuck. Um, yeah. You do little, little like top races and tournaments. Um, okay. So yeah, Rebuttal. Pentiment is an original IP, unlike Mario Kart 64. It's just another Mario game. It's a racing game. It's like it's no, it's not even as good as like Forza Horizon. It doesn't have those graphics or anything like that, or like Gran Turismo. It's just oh oh woohoo! I can play Mario yeah. cars and. And And yeah, Pentiment, it's original IP and it's fun and you can learn something. Time. Uh, Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, you, you can throw bananas, you can throw shells, you can throw blue shells, green shells, red shells. One banana, three bananas, five bananas. <laughs> um, what else can you throw? Uh, you can hit the little boxes, get your little, uh, it's kind of like playing casino. You hit your little box, you never know what you're going to get. Um, uh, I mean, I hate it. I'm to be honest here, but, uh, put them in now. Grab probably suck on coming. All right. <laughs> so those are the arguments okay. for the last quartet of our tournament. And I will put up the, because I don't trust Eric doing it right. So I will put up the polls after Scott posts a video and, uh, we will go from there. Okay. Cool. So that's our tournament. So well, now, um, I think we can talk a little bit about some news that's happened since the last time. Mm -hmm. um, one main one I wanted to talk about was uh, the Microsoft acquisition of acquisition Activision Blizzard has officially closed. So Microsoft so owns Activision Blizzard. Um, so I think we can start to see like some of the, a lot of the older Activision Blizzard games um, put on Game Pass here probably within the next couple months. I don't know, probably I think before the end of the year. We'll yeah, I think Bethesda happened pretty quick. So. Yeah, and you can already on Game Pass, you can get a 10-hour demo of Diablo 4. Eventually, that one's going to go on the Game Pass. I'm assuming that future Activision Blizzard games are going to have the day one Game Pass thing, like Call of Duty. I don't know. They'll have to make that decision. Um, if they're going to continue that, all Microsoft Studios games, day one releases are on Game Pass. Uh that's what they've been doing, so... Um, what do you guys think? you think they'll continue doing that with Activision Blizzard games? I don't know. I feel like they might not all come to Game Pass. Like, I guess you Call of Duty not coming. Um, so... I don't know. I don't yeah. know. You, you would think they would all come, just because that's what they've been doing all along. Yeah. But I, And I, they did pay a lot yeah. for this, so you think they can get it all on there if they want. So. Yeah, and I mean, they're not going to get the mobile games on there, like from King, because that's one of the properties that Activision Blizzard has, was the big mobile game developer King, that like, is most famous for doing Candy Crush Saga games. Mm -hmm. 
Um, <clears throat> so those are probably just gonna stay mobile. I doubt they'll be on Game Pass. No, but there was, I know, like, there are some, like, popular video game news sites, and they have, like, a list of every property that Activision Blizzard had that Microsoft now owns. So some of the big ones that I can think of, it's um, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, obviously. Crash um, Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. I think it was Spyro in there. Yeah, I um, so. Yeah. Um, StarCraft, um, Diablo, of course, um, Overwatch. Which is already free. Um, I don't think what else Activision has. Splinter Cell Activision, or is that UB? That's UB. Ubisoft. Uh, there's a lot of older things too that like yeah. Blizzard used to do, like Lost Vikings is one. Yeah, I've seen. I think like Hexen is an old. I saw that Phil Spencer wants Hexen to come back and the System Shock remake. People will maybe be doing that one. It's kind of like a Doom style. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Sakura. That's an interesting one because, yeah, From Software developed it, but Activision published it. Mm-hmm. So, do they have the rights to Sekiro, but they probably won't be able to have well, From Software? For Bloodborne, yet. Sony owns the IP, but they probably wouldn't make another one without yeah. From Software's input. I'm assuming that's the same for Sekiro that Activision owns it, yeah. but from they probably wouldn't do anything with it without. Yeah. From, and From Software doesn't like American companies like. You know, yeah, Microsoft. So yeah, and they're already busy. I think. Well, now that Armored Core Six is out, like um, now they've got Elden Ring DLC. We know Shadow of the Erd Tree. It's. I don't think that's coming out this year, but probably twenty twenty four. Yeah. And then after that, I don't know that we Time know what their next game? project would be. No. I always see Sony by the parent company of um, from software because they're owned by somebody. Yeah. I don't remember the name, but um, Sony <laughs> does have a stake in that, so I don't think that will be sold to Microsoft anytime soon. Okay. I, I really don't have his pain. I, I feel bad for the consumers. So. Dude, that sucks. Um, you like competition. You can't even create your own IP because you guys got to buy and buy. And yeah, you, like, you like options, too. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. For Sony's never bought in a publisher. They've always bought in studios that they've worked with closely. And I just think this is very anti-consumer and we're going to throw their money around. And what do you think about like, it's a developer, that's not a publisher. <clears throat> what do you think well, about Sony getting like exclusivity yeah. for games okay. like Final Fantasy though? They paid for it. And they have Microsoft, a history Microsoft they have a history with Square Enix so. Yeah, Microsoft paid for Activision. They bought it. It's not like a, a time exclusive. No, they bought it. Just like when uh, Microsoft could have had Spider Man, which came out later, and Microsoft was like, "No, we don't want it." Yeah. So Marvel went to Sony. So you think they should be allowed to just buy certain game exclusivity, but as long as you don't buy the whole company? Well, Final Fantasy VII remake didn't come to PC. It's not coming to Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on PC. Yeah. So is this and same thing with um. You know, oh, so you'd be fine if it comes to PC, all these Activision games. Because well, if you're a Microsoft guy, you, say, I, you I, get I, both I, have I, PC. I, Hold on, let me finish. You get both have PC, so it doesn't affect you guys. Yeah, but all these Activision games are still coming to PC. But some people that are primarily on Sony don't have, well, they could have PCs, but usually, like for me and yeah. Jared, we don't have PCs. But I, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying... You're saying the Final Fantasy came to PC, and I'm just saying Activision. All these games are coming to PC. Yeah, but for Xbox, they own the PC market, if you will, in terms of having Xbox the uh, app being on PCs. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. If, yeah. Well, you think that's something Sony would consider is putting a PlayStation app on PCs. I think that would be interesting. I I said it all along. Looking back on the on the history of these videos. I've always said that I think Sony should be welcoming to Xbox. And I told you guys a long time ago, I'm like, you're starting to see Xbox move towards being more software-based, which I think is a smart thing to do. I think if Sony's smart, let Xbox Game Pass come to Sony. They'll never do it, but I think that would be a smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, you know. I think that really pissed off Xbox when they didn't 
when they didn't allow that, and then they decided to go just buy everything. Yeah, I mean, Sony's never bought a publisher. Like I said, they've always bought studios. Again, with Insomniac, they worked on with Ratchet and Clank, and um, you know, they made didn't they make Spider-Man before they bought Insomniac? Is that am I right about that? I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Um, so they ever bought a This is the first time we're seeing somebody besides maybe Tension, which is you know another huge publisher in China, but um, or company in China buying these publishers and whatever. But I don't know. Like I do want to see this movie rebuttal from Sony to maybe buy a publisher. I don't know who that would be. Square. I mean, Square could be would be obvious. Capcom would be obvious because mm-hmm. Japanese companies like those companies won't play ball with. American companies like Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Even though Sony's headquarters or their gaming SCI, SIE, sorry, is based in San, um, San Mateo in California, but the actual Sony headquarters are in Tokyo, Japan. So it'll be interesting to see if Sony has, because I, I did see an article where there is pressure from the stakeholders of Sony, and I'm one of them. I own stock in Sony, and I own, I own stock in Activision too, but um, it'll be interesting to see if there's going to be more push, especially with Jim Ryan. I don't think we talked about this since um, our last episode. Jim Ryan is retiring. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. And he's been Sony for as long as we've been alive, pretty much. Yeah. So, I don't know where they're going to take the direction. I think um, Sean Layden was an awesome CEO. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder, I, I didn't really care for what Jim Ryan was doing. With a, more focused on live service games. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. But even like Sony, they bought Bungie, right? But Bungie's yeah. still considered... <laughs> Independent, right? They're going to come to Xbox. They're going to come, probably going to come to PC as well. The PC is a huge market share, so I'll be curious to see what Sony response is. I'm sure they weren't happy, and they, they yeah. probably did a better job arguing instead of just arguing Call of Duty, arguing just everything else. Like you said, Scott, World of Warcraft, Overwatch 2s, Those yeah. numbers have died down, but all the IPs that they have. So yeah, yeah. World of Warcraft is always PC exclusive. So I mean, you could see it coming to console because you saw like Final Fantasy XIV came to consoles, but it's always tough when you have a controller compared to having a keyboard and mouse. It's always some of those MMOs. Oh yeah, you so, know, it's, it's so many spells. Yeah, I mean, Diablo's another one. Microsoft owns a ton of IPs now. They do, and I just want them. I hope they make good games out of some of these like they're not going to be able to reboot all the ones that people want especially some of the older ones they're gonna have to be pretty selective with it because it's like they could or they could just have a bunch of people making like quick small games and maybe like i don't want them to sacrifice quality by putting out a ton of the rental yeah i mean but even that, it seems like the development time on the games that they have in production right now is really slow. And it's like, I don't want that Not production really. to be really slow, but I still want quality games. And it's like hard. It's like, I don't know. To not be like a hater, you know, I think it's not like a good thing to put all your eggs in one basket and kind of mm. have like Microsoft kind of basket. <laughs> no, I mean like oh. as far as like Microsoft kind of owning half of the gaming industry yeah. now. It's like what happens if they kind of just like stop pushing the envelope and kind of like really trying to make really good games and it's like they're taking up like half the industry and you know everyone wants good game, really good games to keep coming and what if Microsoft kind of starts slacking now now that they own half the shit yeah it's like yeah that's what I'm kind of saying I don't that's a good point and that, uh, do they even release their hardware numbers anymore I don't know probably not though I mean then the, I mean we talked about this before too where Sony won the critical generation for di- especially when it comes to the digital space where they won the past generation of PS4 versus the Xbox One so a lot of people that have like you know now digital is huge it's kind of like I always say Microsoft should really push for more software and, you know, get it everywhere they possibly can get out of the hardware space. Nintendo's going to be fine. They always are. But I remember reading that article where Microsoft went and tried to buy Nintendo. Nintendo kind of laughed in their faces. And it's kind of just like, 
you know, because yeah. like I said, Japanese companies aren't going to be bought up by American companies, even though they're allies in the government and stuff, but, like, still, like, it's not going to happen. I think, you know, it's kind of like a black eye so, like, they don't care about how much money you're going to give them, and they're not going to sell, so, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's... I think in the future you're not going to see Xbox doing much hardware stuff like you were saying. I think, well, they're going to I think they're going to they're going to try to like get apps on shit and just have like the Xbox Game Pass app like on, you know, Apple TV and shit like that, and somehow integrate like the controller into it. But consoles are still popular enough that they will continue, but it's not going to be a main seller. For it, it's not going to be a money maker for them. No. <laughs> it's going to be a way for the people to have access to their games like hey buy this maybe cheaper option like the xbox series s that way you can have access to our games but um, they're not gonna try to make this huge technological machine maybe kind of like in the past <clears throat> they've done because pc's always been that if you want to play it at the best performance ever then get a pc do you guys remember when we we're talking about like when they were coming out with the specs for this new generation, I guess it's current yeah. generation now, mm-hmm. and everybody's blowing a load over like teraflops, <laughs> and like nobody really gives well, a fuck like, anymore. Like last time, I think, but uh, yeah, like, like, Xbox One X versus yeah, yeah, but like nobody's really giving a fuck. Guess what? Seven teraflops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what we're talking about <laughs> now? Oh, no one's ever even heard of a teraflop. <clears throat> they just, they just yeah. look at the number. They're like, oh, seven of those things. Whoa! I've never even heard of a teraflop before that. But like, but but look what we're talking Talk about games. Mm-hmm. Talk about talk about performance. Talk about games. Yeah, and I guess what it comes down to is just software. And you know, like I don't get a point. Dominic has an Xbox One X or whatever. Like, Series you know, ser- sorry. Well, Series half the time X. they don't even take advantage of like the hardware. Like, they got all that fucking computing power, but can't like develop the games correctly. Then it doesn't matter. It's always about the games, and that's going to segue into the new game that came out today. Aha. Uh-huh. Spider-Man 2 yes. came out, had a higher score, Medicare score, than Starfield, the game that you guys said okay. was the best game that you guys have ever played. Um, and I don't know about that. What's its Medicare score sitting at? 91? Yeah, Spider-Man's at 91, and Metacritic-wise, Starfield's at 83. And what's Super Mario But open critics, open critics, Starfield's at 86. Mario Wonder, Super Mario Wonder, also, was that also today, or was that... That was today. Yeah, so that's at 92, so that's one point higher than Spider-Man 2. But yeah, Starfield, and if you look at Metacritic, so Metacritic user scores for Spider-Man 2 and Mario Wonder, there hasn't been enough people that have posted them yet to have a score, but Starfield's Metacritic user score is 6.7. So clearly, you know what? I like Starfield quite a bit, and I'm still playing through it. The graphics on it are fantastic, and I think it plays pretty well. Like 25 or something. Oh man, I got 25. I haven't touched that thing in like a month and a half. And why haven't you? It just kind of got boring at the 20 hour mark for me personally. Like, I was really enjoying the game, and then it got like very, very repetitive. Mm-hmm. And I do think that they're gonna like update it and it's gonna get better. But yeah, it's like very. I, don't know I can hear just, that it's argument. Just, it's just very. Well, they built it for mod support. It's like there's a lot of room there is. for DLCs or expansions or mods to come in and just add stuff to all these thousand planets or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, the they built like four or five like pretty big cities on a few different planets mm-hmm. and then the other planets are barren procedural wastelands. yeah it's like barren wastelands and then you might have like a pirate ship that comes down and you have to fight them or there's like an outpost out there and it's kind of a no man's sky kind of repetitiveness yeah all the outposts <clears throat> seem the same it's like, yeah you could tell it's is like generated like but, but then I got a little I bit into it, the ship know. building part, and they you can tell they spent a lot of time in the ship building part because it's very advanced. Oh, it's very you can very you can build a ton of different stuff with that, and I think that's where it gets a lot of the 
praise from, which, and the outpost building. I didn't get a lot into the outpost stuff yet, um, where you can have it like mine resources for you, and then the resources you can craft better armor, better weapons, and stuff like that. The combat's fine, um, but it's not like hardcore RPG, like in a sense of like a Baldur's Gate 3. Mm, or, an Elden Ring, or an Elden Ring which is about. like like those are hardcore RPGs and the Bethesda games like Elder Scrolls 3 Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion those were more focused on the RPG elements even Skyrim to an extent but Skyrim's where they started getting more into this exploration based thing and then Fallout is where they really got into this more exploration build up your settlement uh, Minecrafty build like buildings and and get your settlements and I'm like uh, I want them to do more of the core RPG stuff, not this light RPG gunplay stuff. Yeah, I guess I'm uh, kind of uh, getting too into the details. Well, let me let me bring back to uh, let me let me bring it back to Spider-Man too, yeah, yeah. really quick. So I'm maybe an hour in. Scott, you bought it. Haven't played it yet. It hasn't come in yet. But I, and you, got the platinum Spider Man twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So did I. Eric, did you ever beat that game? Spider Man twenty eighteen. Yeah, uh, I beat both. Miles Morales too. Okay, you I beat Miles Morales. Me either, but um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat yeah. Miles Morales. I platinum the first one. I didn't platinum Miles Morales. Okay, I only played maybe like two, three hours. Miles, I still have it because I think you guys are like a winning gift for me. Yeah, I still have. I haven't beaten it. But Spider-Man 2 kind of picks up after Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. And they do give you like a recap of the game. Um, if you don't know, you play as both Miles Morales and Peter Parker. And the villains are Craven, which you've seen. And this is not spoilers. This is all shown in the trailers and previews. Craven and uh, Venom will be in the game. And um, so far, if you like Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales, you will like this game. The thing I... I get bored of, I guess I go up, is the combat, but it seems like they kind of, they've tweaked it a little bit without giving any spoilers, that it's a little bit more engaging than it was in 2018, there's a lot more stuff you can do, different skills you can use, but the game's obviously a lot prettier, it's running off of PS5 hardware, so uh, it's only maybe an hour into it, but so far it's like... Yeah, you're engaged in the story, you want to keep going. Yeah, the story, the way that they play off of each other, Miles and Peter, I've chuckled quite a few times. I don't usually laugh about video games and stuff, but the way that they're kind of like going off of each other back and forth, it's been pretty amusing. Um, I'll get my my big impressions after I get, you know, maybe my next video, but... So far, it's kind of hitting, like, it's kind of scratching that itch I had to play the yeah. Spider Man game. Yeah, but this is what Sony does. They know what gets the adrenaline, what gets the dopamines, I guess, going in people's head with those games. Like, they know how to, like, all their games, they have this, like, some open world elements, they have light RPG elements, and the combat is super smooth. Like, God of War's that way, uh, Last of Us is kind of that way where and they have a good story to it and and that they always get a 90 score so this is what's popular they know that so they're going to keep making these types of games so are you guys not surprised that that score is so high no no i'm not not really i was i was expect actually i think dominic asked me what i thought i was going to get and i think i said 91 yeah i think it's going to get right around like a 91 what what was horizon for ben west's score 80 don't quote me. Okay. It was like a high 80s. High 80s. Yeah, it was high 80s. Yeah, which... I was going to say like 88. 88. But yeah, don't, don't quote me on that. similar type of genre. But I guess like uh, genres are pretty similar. But Spider-Man 2018 so, was in that range too. It was in the high 80s, but in the yeah. 90s though. Yeah. So I was kind of... When I saw the scores come out... I'm when like, you saw that first trailer though, like when they released it, what, when was that? Like uh, early this year, right? Yeah, but I didn't really care about Craven though as a villain. I feel like they they busted their load a little bit in 2018 with all the different villains you can fight. Mm-hmm. But then obviously the the key one is obviously Venom. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm assuming I haven't again I haven't beaten the game, but 
It'd be really cool to see Carnage too. Oh, that would be awesome. It'd be cool to see <laughs> if they can kind of interwine the Carnage too. But obviously, Venom being probably the most, maybe because the Green Goblin, the most popular. Any guesses on who you yeah, think Venom I think is? Green Goblin would be cool. Um, well, I, I'm pretty sure they said it wasn't Eddie Brock. Yeah, which is the comics. Yeah, and it's animated shows and stuff, and obviously the movie Venom was with Eddie Brock. I don't know if they've said like who it could be. I don't want to say anything, but um, but yeah, be interested to see who Venom is. Obviously, you see you see Peter with the Venom symbiote suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's not Venom; it's a symbiote suit. But um, I'm assuming they didn't come right out with that. Right? Probably later. They later. do give because if you. In 2018, there was a post-credit scene with Harry Osborn mm-hmm. at Oscorp with looking at a symbiote. Um, could be, could be. I don't think that's a spoiler. I think that's, that was shown in the in the game. Well, um, not, well, you're an hour in, so we can't be early. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm just trying to think of like. We're no, yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. This is all guesses, um, not spoilers. We did not have review codes sent to us because we're not a big enough outlet. Come on, guys, so, watch our videos. So, <laughs> but I'm happy. Like I think Insomniac, that's the one developer that's always pumping out shit. Yeah, like, you saw Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Those games are all exciting, even like. Even like Sunset Overdrive, like yeah, they got. Did you ever beat Ratchet and Clank? You still I still have it. I still have it. I haven't got rid of it. Tried like two years. Yeah, like, no, I'm I still have that. I was gonna be my first. I'll time. bring it back. I'll bring it back. I still have it. I haven't gotten rid of it. Beat it. Um, yeah, I'm good. I know you. You bought it. And I'm surprised you bought it. and You liked it. Um, I played the one that came out in 2016. Well, that's the good thing about like Insomnia games is like they're not like too long. No, yeah. dude. I heard the main story for Spider-Man Two is about twenty hours, yeah, and then dude, the platinum is about thirty. That's right where I want it. Like, yeah, I think that's hours. perfect. I mean, yeah. Like for me, like like yeah. Final Fantasy Sixteen when I amount. when I beat that, to me about a little bit close to forty hours to beat the main story. Yeah, even then I'm kind of like it's nice to get those yeah. games that yeah. are you know like fifty plus hours. But you only want one like every yeah. three years or something. Like you don't mm-hmm. want every fucking game coming out to be like fifty plus hours. Like twenty to thirty is like perfect range for like just a game that comes out. You know, you get a couple of yeah. those every year or whatever. Yeah, for perfect. a superhero game, I think that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah you don't need a huge sprawling fifty hour game for a superhero. Like game. you get your Elder Scrolls. You know, you want those to be long and shit. Yeah, like you don't want every fucking game. Well, I think like I don't have like the attention span to really dedicate that much time. Like Baldur's Gate three, Jared and I are playing to that. Like we're not even out of Act one yet. It's kind of like play a little bit. But that's like a game that comes out, you know, every decade. Yeah, like like I mean, yeah, every year I guess. Because Elden Ring was last year. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking like as far as like you know, Baldur's Gate four or anything come out for another decade, but. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if if there even is so one. so, are you buying Spider Man? You said I, I think will. You said, buy, I will buy it for sure. But I am on vacation next week, so it might be one I just kind of because I'm planning on getting Super Mario Wonder because I can play that. Yes. like on my way to vacation on the plane. So that's what I'm gonna do. So I'll be getting that this week. But I will get Spider Man. It's just I haven't decided yet if I'm gonna get it when I get back. Or if I'm gonna end up waiting for a sale, maybe like twenty bucks off or something. But I'm sure I'm gonna fucking come back. Someone's like, "Oh, I want yeah. Spider-Man." Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll probably end up buying it. I'm sure when I get back and kind of dive into it. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo's another one. Like we said, they seem to know what their fans enjoy in their mm-hmm. games and how to make the game well, so that they're get 90s yeah, <laughs> and that they're popular. That's just that's Mario Wonder looks like it's going to be a good one to kind of take on vacation where I can, you know, yeah. play it on the plane because I got a three-hour flight I'm going to be on, play on the plane, play it back, you know, get a nice six hours in. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, it's huge because everybody knows who Spider-Man is, everybody knows who Mario is, but then you have Starfield, it's a new IP, it's an outer space, like, hardcore sci-fi game. Probably not going to be as popular with people. Plus, 
Sucks we haven't sure. seen a Bethesda game in 12 years, and so people are like, oh, do I like this type of game anymore? Mm-hmm. Now that we have Elden Ring and Baldur's Gate 3, which is up the ante on RPG games and the mechanics in them. And it's like, does Bethesda mm-hmm. need to step up their game with Elder Scrolls 6 and make up the hardcore RPG game? Yeah, I'll be 40 by the time that comes out, probably. <clears throat> it's going to be a while. 2028, is that what we're thinking? Later than that, maybe well, twenty twenty six. For me, I'd be forty if it was twenty thirty. So oh, man, that's, that's depressing to think about. Yeah, uh, if I have kids next year. Oh man, it's gonna be spoiler. You're gonna get spoiler on the Nintendo. You know, I'm laying down the pipes, guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kids are gonna want to play those Nintendo games. You're gonna have to. Yeah, I have a Switch. Sides. I have a Switch. So, yeah. Okay. Actually, one last thing I did want to mention. Okay. Um, those new PlayStation Slims. Mm-hmm. Those things look pretty sweet. I think I'm going to buy one. I think I'm going to actually get the digital one this time around, though, because I literally, I think I bought, like, one physical game that's done. I don't remember what it was, but it might have been miles. Well, what about What about, like, DVDs and, like, uh, movies? Where you just buy it digitally? Well, I do. Have a Blu-ray collection over there. I'll figure that out later. Though. Okay. You got a Blu-ray player or something, but yeah, I think we'll get the digital and trade in my old one or sell it, whatever. But uh, yeah, that's that slim looks sleek. So it looks pretty I cool. Can't resist. Yeah. So yeah, that, that thing's fucking goddamn hunk over there. That thing's huge. Yeah. The PS5 disc version. I think it's like supposed to be like half the size. So. Okay. Which is still not small, but. It's smaller than oh. that gigantic Half thing. Half the size of that thing. That's cutting off a lot, though. <clears throat> it look fucking sweet. Half of that thing's a lot. <laughs> well, and you're getting the digital one, too. So yeah, it doesn't so have the bulky disk drive. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I think we... Yeah, we went quite a while talking about that. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, but... I know I said so we said some negative things about Starfield, but I still think it's great. I still like no, the like, style like it. games. It just gets repetitive. Because it's different style game than a lot of games, and that's where I like Microsoft. They have had they have been allowing a lot of unique games to come out. So the good thing about like those they're games trying is you can wait. Things. The good thing about those games is you can like wait for an update and kind of come back. I love like a Cyberpunk because I've been I went back to Cyberpunk since that update and it's a lot better now. So. Yeah. I'm hoping like I can come back to Starfield maybe in a year yeah. or two and it'll be a lot better. So. Yeah. Alright, so thank you everybody for watching. I uh, hope you liked this episode. Leave a like if you did. And uh, if you've not subscribed to the content and you like it, give us a subscribe and uh, we'll continue pumping out episodes. See you next time. Alright. Alrighty. Peace.